Nonchalant gum chewing from Lori Kilmartin, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's out. I, I took it. the gum out. I took the gum out. I just had I, salmon. I had some salmon from uh, Wild Barbara. Alaskan. Sponsors, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Delicious. I had um, a brisket sandwich and Andy had a catfish po' boy from Mom's House. Go to Mom's House, you guys, on Van Owen and Hazeltine. It's delicious. Okay. There you go. Now they've gotten a free ad. Hello, Lori Kilmartin. Ugh, I don't even, I want to, you're, you, before we started this, you're like, I'm blurry. I'm like, I want to be blurry. Why do I have to be seen? Why do we have to zoom every one of these? <laughs> Can I just look like total shit and not worry about it? Uh, well, at least you're comparing yourself to me. Really? Out loud? <laughs> out loud. You're, you're not doing anything. It turns out I'm having a committee meeting in my head. Wow, I, you uh, really twisted my words against I, yourself. As per usual, it's a, how to make myself a victim. Um, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm tie tie. I'm super tired here. Mm-hmm. Over this this angle over here. I did I did the Royal Oak. We talked. That was delight. It was fun. How did the rest of the week go? Didn't we talk on a Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great, actually. It was, yeah. uh, and then Brian Regan showed up uh, and yeah. um, and hung out, and that was super fun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sunday, I went to Milwaukee. Wait, I we might have done it on Sunday. I think we might have done it last I Sunday. Think we did. I do remember hearing about Brian Regan. And then uh, I just had a lot of, um, I, I, it was, you know, what's here, here's what it is. It was, I spent four days with various family members and old friends from college and stuff. And it was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, I still don't want to, uh, I don't know how I did six weeks on the road, never coming home. It was since like. Since you were married, you've been, you've done that? No, no. This was back. Uh, this was uh, from, I would say from when I moved to LA from 97 to 2003, I would either go on six week runs or 10 week runs. Uh, Yeah. And I don't know if you ever played hacky sack and I know you have not, (laughs) but uh, you you have to touch the ground in between every kick uh, because it gets your balance back. Even if you just touch it for, for the tiniest second. And uh, that is how I felt. I felt like I had not touched ground, even though I was surrounded by loved ones surrounded by um, in their, in their homes where they're feeling cozy and you are living out of suitcase. I actually uh, in Milwaukee just stayed at a Hampton Inn because I didn't know if I was dragging Omicron with me. Mm-hmm. And and then I wanted the good I, I wanted the good Wi-Fi. I wanted a place to uh, yeah, essentially to take a yeah. bath, right? Yeah. yeah, to take baths and hang out, and and uh, and it was nice. And I spent uh, some quantity time with my father. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, enabling me to get some good quality time in there as well. But uh, <laughs> it was a lot. It was a fair amount of uh me you know i'm essentially running a cameo a a one-on-one cameo account for elliot cation uh (laughs) with the paintings and the um oh yeah and managing his sales and his uh, output yeah and then getting him the money from these people and yeah so does he have uh, a cameo no 
No, he doesn't. He has a flip phone. So um, I know, but you could get him a desktop, or he could get a desktop, and actually, well, he has a tablet. Okay, and, and he can check it. Yeah, uh, it feels ambitious, quite honestly. But <laughs> I think he'd be into it. He might be. It mm-hmm. was, um, yeah, but he did um, the the one he did. Uh, this weekend that just I have to um, he's going to mail it to me is this guy I, I have a brand new joke about these derringers that my dad bought one time oh yeah and yes. um, and my dad's never heard the joke but this guy has heard the joke and he was like can I get a painting of those derringers and so <laughs> my dad's like why am I painting guns <laughs> and I was like just paint the guns dad Here's here's a couple of pictures of what they your job, Dad. Paint the gun. <laughs> paint. I I doubled his prices because I've decided that uh, you know he is eighty four. He could probably and for a hundred dollars to get a custom uh, painting. That by the way, I am getting no kickback on any of this. I am brokering all of these deals, and I was like, I need him to make more money if it's if I'm going to be brokering. <laughs> and I, so I, t- I told the guy it was $200 instead of 100 and he didn't even blink, and he threw in 20 bucks for shipping. Holy and I was like, all right, Rockefeller, thank you. I listed thousands of my dad's books on Amazon when he was alive, like right? was, even oh. before he got cancer. You know, okay. Just trying to like get rid of something like he just insisted they couldn't be thrown away because they're so, <laughs> so I and some of them were pre a lot of them were pre ISBN you know that sort of way of tracking books and categorizing right. them. so I would just have to go in and like add all the publishing date and the publisher manually and stuff and then try to find other books that were like that and figure out how much to sell it for right right and then you had to pack them and ship them. No, he would pack and ship, and oh, I would let him know when he had a sale, and they would. And yeah. he would pack and ship. But he got so happy when anyone bought one of his books, right? Like, like his lifetime of hoarding had been vindicated. <laughs> one person in South Korea bought an engineering book. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It is. It is vindicated. You know, and I brought. I bought merch for two weeks. Um, Everybody's a fan of yours over at the uh, the Royal Oak, and Comedy on oh. State couldn't stop talking about you. I love so. Comedy on State. Is the Booker a fan of me at uh, Royal Oak? Because that's didn't... the person that matters. <laughs> I know he didn't stop by, uh, but uh, your name could be invoked at a later <laughs> date. Um, he books. He's Mark Ridley's. He's famous for only booking in September the whole year. Uh, the whole year. One of those. He's one of those guys, but, uh, and then, and then comedy on state, uh, they were, yeah, they were gushing about you. You were, oh, you were I had a hit. A I had yeah. a good time. It was great. And Rachel Mack, uh, featured for me. Oh, cool. She was great. And it was, you know, remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about features doing crowd work and yeah. using your words and having a hard time. I have a hard time. And I, I don't know, I think you do too, but I, I wouldn't want to say you did, but I have a hard time telling other comics what to do before me, you know, uh, because well, I, I assume a certain level of common sense Yeah, <laughs> and then when they oh, don't shit. have it, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> well, no. And, and I always think, well, it's their, you know, it's their time. They do whatever they want. Right. But so Thursday she did a lot of crowd work. And so Friday I was like, what did I just tell her? 
then I don't want yeah. her to do crowd work if she's, if she could do, or just very little crowd work, you know, some of her stuff does have interactive and needs crowd, some crowd work. And it was, um, and, and it was great. And, um, yeah. it also made her do different bits. And I was psyched because I, I liked all of her different material. It was all very interesting. Oh yeah. She's great. And, yeah. No, really my funny. thing is I want a completely version audience. Okay. I don't want anyone that's been ridden. I don't want anyone that's been broken in. I want... <laughs> You know, like, you just want them warmed up. That's all. Yeah, I don't want to in the direction of you. Yes, where there, the audience already knows things about somebody that the other comics found out. I don't want that. I want to find it out, and then I can react organically. I don't want to go. It's, it feels like I'm coasting off of somebody else's stuff, and uh, I don't like that. I would rather just. I want them. I yeah, want yeah. Them touched. Yeah. <laughs> right. You don't want. It's um. Yeah, there was, Rachel has this joke about abortion that is so dark and so interesting. And mm-hmm. um, Kyle stormed out uh, because of it. Uh, but the, <laughs> um, but the, the weird thing is um, the audience, some of the audience got a little tight on her. I bet. Yeah. And, yeah. So. Yeah, I had a, a, a guy at, at, at uh, Madison come up to me after the show, an old guy old guy probably in a chair maybe so yeah i liked i like when you talk to the talk to the people but the the more of that and less the material (laughs) oh so sad too bad uh boo well keep rolling buddy keep rolling but i sold almost all of my merch um that's cool yeah i ran out of stuff before i got to madison so oh, that's, that's another reason not to go out for two weeks in a row yeah. is that I don't have sizes of shirts and, but I'm going to St. Louis with Maria on Thursday. And, You're back um, home right now. I'm home. I just got home like two hours ago. Yeah. And, um, and what did you fly Delta and were you bumped up? I flew Delta and I was bumped up on the way there. That was kind of exciting uh, to, to Detroit. I was uh, first class, but not flat. And, um, and then I you was still, you're going back pretty far, right? You're not flat, but you're like, but still legs are kicked out, right? Yeah. Legs are kicked out. And I was able to sleep today at the Delta sky yeah. club. Get this. I asked at the Delta sky club today, if they had a Delta mask that I could have, cause it would make me, it would make me laugh to wear a Delta mask. And, uh, the woman at the sky club was like, if you give me your address, I'll find one. And I said, really? <laughs> And so I gave her my address. Wow. So you gave this lady extra homework. <laughs> you have a dumb mask that's not going to stop any errors. Oh, my God. You were right. I didn't even tip her. What an asshole. I'm so sorry. What an idiot. Okay. Oops. I hope she's um, on her uh, her Delta uh, Sky Club podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about this idiot. with And then and then doxing me. Going, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just send her? Send her. Why don't you send her a mouse? Lots of cloth mask when uh, only N95s work. Okay, I'll get right on it, Miss Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Staffs were uh, N95s. So I, I did take some, I did take a test when I landed in Milwaukee. Okay, um, cool. Just took out a rapid and yeah. uh, and I was fine. So that was good. You know, yeah, my son had a friend over and they, uh, 
they they have started a YouTube channel and it's they made a really dumb <laughs> but uh you know we rapid tested and uh his mom and and me and um this other kid's mom and uh you know had flung the doors open ran the air purifiers and uh I'm assuming everything was okay but it was you know he, this other kid's an only child as well and only kids have been, just been <laughs> just Only isolated their parents and, for fucking yeah. two years yeah. you know it's sad so yeah boy, i think mm-hmm. that early time yeah uh yeah there's no reason we went and saw a movie and my nephew wore uh one of those fancy 3m and 95s that you gave me yeah my nephew eric he was like i have a couple of these i wear them <laughs> Wear him to class. He's taking. He's he's got like some IT crypto. It's not. It's not a. He wants to go into crypto programming. No. Anti. No. (laughs) Oh, he's a nerd. (laughs) Oh man, uh, they're all they're all nerds. Right. uh, I know. Yeah. Just such a. I don't know. It just seems like the end of the world. Crypto and NFTs and. No, no, no. It's a. It's a programming. it, it was, uh, it's security, like bank security to make sure yeah. that your stuff doesn't get hacked. Okay. It's what Darla's uh, partner does for a living okay. as well. And, um, I think it pays a giant Scrooge McDuck pile of money. So, mm-hmm. I mean, my nephew is fine, uh, but, uh, they're all fine. It turns out, uh, I I'm surrounded by people who are really good at making money and I'm getting better at it <laughs> every year. <laughs> and it's so funny because all, a bunch of my friends are like, Literally, Andy's friends and my friends in the last two weeks only talking about retirement. Really? Yeah. And Andy picked me up at the airport tonight and he goes, I'm just starting to get a handle on this. I'm not ready to retire. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm with you. I'm starting to get some momentum. So Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Um, Yeah, I I started writing with somebody. this it was their idea and they just wanted sort of my input based on my background like that i would yeah. be able to, uh, provide some uh you know some feedback that they don't have because they're not female or a mom or a single mom or anything like that right so uh we start working together and it's like i'm like oh i can do this yeah <laughs> i can yeah, I mean, you can it seems like it's such a different skill and and, and anytime it's a different different thing of you know like come going from stand-up to just like late night writing I was like yeah. oh how was that I don't know how I don't understand it what's that jump like and then you do it you're like oh all right it's totally doable yeah and it's then, a learn skill yeah you got yeah, it and this felt like the same thing of like oh we just going scene by scene and going well wait how would this happen if this happens and then you kind of you're like, oh, I don't know. And then one of you goes, wait. And then it's like, oh, yeah, okay. And then you just sort of rearrange things a little bit. And yeah. It's, it seems to be a bit of a team sport. I don't know anything about it myself, but yeah. I think it, well, in this case, it is. I mean, I think you can always write your, you know, you have to write your own spec script, of course. And I guess I will have to write another one when th- we're done with this thing. But we, you know, we're going to pitch it to a, he has like a connection with a pretty well known like a pile of humans. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So we have a place and, to pitch it, is what I'm saying. And, and I'm constantly reminding you that uh, that person has a deal. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, um, so, 
yeah. Uh, but anyway, should I wait? It's uh... <laughs> type something. Ooh, something is typing. Back typing to back is type. I know it. Very exciting. <laughs> you know, you know that. Oh guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. is yeah. yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we'll see. You know, and if it. Uh, uh, it would be great to to be paid to actually write a pilot this year. <laughs> that would right. be really cool. You know, that would be it would be really cool uh, uh, for any number of reasons. For a, a number, yes. Any any <laughs> number, as long as it's the number that gets me health insurance for another <laughs> that I want. But also, yeah. you know, it's like oh, okay. So once you start like being able to see yourself do something, you know, it's mm-hmm. obviously it's a little easier to do. Yeah. <sighs> I uh, I had a lot of people in the audience who, it was weird because remember last week I was talking about how some of the sets were kind of messy because I was trying to do a lot of newer <laughs> stuff because we're in a uh, we're in an arms race that you don't know that we're in uh, because you have a lot more new material than I do, and um, but so this week uh, I got to do, uh, I'm working off of a, a couple of different premises and then. And then I have a, a bunch of new weird sort of mask vaccine, kind of really brand new, like no reason. It'll hopefully be completely obsolete in three months, I'm hoping. Um, That's the thing with like COVID material. It's it um, like my mom's stuff is staying pretty consistent, but I have this opening joke mm-hmm. that isn't working. And like I had to change the joke a lot because the way everyone felt about COVID was changing. Right. And it, it, it's like, I don't want to invest. It's almost, it's become like topical stuff. Like I don't want to invest any more of my energy writing current COVID material. If I riff something mm-hmm. off the top of my head, fine. But yeah. like, it's because, you know, like before Omicron, we all, we were all like, all right, it's over for us if you're vaccinated pretty much. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you're unvaccinated, you're, you know, you're, we're, we don't really have to worry about you. And then all of a sudden- now we do, and we're all getting it. And so, I don't know, it was, it was interesting to see, because a joke, you know that that thing I that I can't talk about till it airs? Yes. Uh, with uh, this. Yeah, that this, fancy. Uh, right, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't have to do that. I'm gonna, we're aware. When, when, when that comes uh, comes out, we're all going to just be, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be shouting it from the rooftop. <laughs> well, I, I kept that picture that was that was accidentally posted. Oh yeah, me too. It's on my phone, and I occasionally just look at it. Ah! You're on new material. You're like that fucking bitch. I'll get her. Yeah, <laughs> it. So good. No, I'm not. I'm not going to ever post it. I'm just. I look at it and go, "How cool was this?" Anyway. Well, you you can when it when it all comes. But anyway, right. so I did a COVID. I did a joke, and that was like in October, and which mm-hmm. we and we were that was pre Omicron, and wasn't even it wasn't even a variant yet. And yep. so if, if they choose to air that joke in April, it's just going to make no sense. It might be super weird. But it killed then. Which one was it? It's just that mask joke I say when I open up, you know. Oh, about wearing the mask and, the, and yeah. being in the store? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, down yeah. On sort of Orange County? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, ch- I change the location depending where I am. That's a variable course. I'll change, Jackie. 
that's what, <laughs> sure it's you got to put the windmill where you need it, it was and just uh, like a dumb little opening joke right just yep. you know a comment yeah. on these times and uh and then then it kind of like I had to had to switch switch it almost like reverse the joke afterwards and then I was like why am I just I'm done with this topic <laughs> <laughs> well I I I was not talking about it at all and then the the feature kid um the feature guy for for royal oak was was sort of poking at them and just you know essentially talking to them about masks and talking to them about vaccination yeah. and so by the time i got up i was like well i could tell that weird story about that weird lady on the delta the first delta flight mm-hmm. who was talking about babies yeah. um billionaires taking the blood of babies and um she was reading a time magazine article that said that there was some new science experiment that they were trying to figure out if you put young people's blood into old people oh, yeah if like it would stop all, yeah and um and and she was just she was it was such a surreal experience flying that first time anyway right that then she's talking about billionaires and babies hooked up to billionaires, and i was like that's a movie. It's not real. I'm trying to talk her down with the, you know, with a seat in between us and we're both in masks and, uh, and it was hard to, and then, yeah. So I don't know. I, I spent, I did. Madison was fascinating. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. We'll go, go, we'll go back to that in a second, but were there air purified? Cause I know I apparently like TJ Miller brought air purifiers to. Yeah. Yeah before he got COVID like he was real careful at some point did were there air purifiers there or did did he just bring his own like did you have any on stage with you there was one in the green room there was a, a HEPA like a, yeah. a, a an air purifier and uh there was nothing in the room but I know that comedy on state had a new system put in oh they had a whole system put in when they did the redo oh wow awesome which is kind of amazing yeah um yeah that's great uh because they do that with smoking you know they'd have a smoking yeah. section but then they put in those um those little i don't know what they were they made those little like clicking noises you get to, you know, <laughs> do you remember hearing those when you're on stage they're trying to trying to <laughs> smoke eaters or whatever they were talking. i can't remember them but uh all i know is i was in um I went into my dad's apartment building and everybody smokes there. Wow. They're all, and so it just reeks of cigarette smoke. Wow. And I remember when my dad, my dad used to smoke four packs of cigarettes a day and he stopped when he retired (laughs) because they were six bucks a pack. And he was like, I'm not paying that. And uh, that was the whole, it was like, you could have quit at any time. How long did he smoke for? To what age? Uh, until he was probably seventy. What the fuck? My yes. dad. My dad quit when he was forty, and he died of lung cancer. Yeah, my dad started it's when he was like thirteen fair. or fourteen. No, there's any number of things that aren't. It's true. I know. I was and, just my dad will be ninety-one right now. I I don't know. I have no idea what he would be like or what COVID would have done to him or Trump or anything. I missed all of that. Right. But maybe that's good because mm-hmm. Trump would have, might've been, might've been grim, might've been, might've ruined. But he would always fold when I would talk to him face to face. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe he would have saved your mom. I don't know. Yeah. 
can't speculate. Oh, well. I mean, they all li- they both lived into their 80s, and that's fine and good for them. I right, right. That's a win. It's Howard Hesman died. Um, this is a, the dead people section of our podcast. Right. Yeah. A couple of my friends are in trouble. But uh, yeah, the, the aging... Uh, the aging process is inexorable. Um, so, <laughs> yes, oh, it really is. It really is. We're all gonna die. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, so well, and I have to say that, um, yeah. So I did. So I'm I'm getting tapes of Friday bull shows and Saturday bull shows because Friday bull shows, they were those hilarious audiences that were. I mean, they're also maddening if you're if you end up. Cosmo, the kid, the the guy that was emceeing, he's a very yeah. funny guy and super high energy. And he would wind him up and get him set up, and Rachel would go out and she'd do great. And and Friday, first show was the worst. It was one of those ones where you tell the joke and they'd laugh and they'd shut down. Yeah. And then you'd have to rebuild the arc and get them on the boat and then they get off the boat <laughs> and it was like the dumbest i couldn't stop laughing because i knew that they were both very funny yeah. so i was like oh this is pulling some teeth you guys i'm so sorry and then i got up and i did good but it um it made me super loose because there's nothing you could do about an audience like that you could berate them a little bit yeah. and then you could just sort of do your song and dance and uh and then they, just they, they, they think they had a good time. They think they were a good crowd. And yep. they, they won't understand your hostility. Right. Like so and then they pause so you could continue telling a joke. Yeah, there was there was a couple, I had a couple of audience members that were super interactive. And and I finally had to go love. It was, oh, it was second show where the audience was also was doing this other thing where they were kind of laughing, you know, they were laughing soft, right? It was Friday second show. No, Saturday second show. And um, there was one woman, whatever show it was, whatever it was, there was one woman who was laughing like you want everyone to laugh. Yeah. But she was the only one doing it. And so it was making the people around her self-conscious and uncomfortable. And finally, I just said, you are correct. You are doing the right thing right now. And these people are all wrong. So uh, you're my favorite. <laughs> so, and it was, everyone was, was super nice. That, that, um, that audience, that club, those, those, yeah. that staff, right. it's gorgeous. And yeah. the, the tape, the, the videotape they give you is gorgeous. Like, oh, good. yeah, he, he cuts between different shots and stuff. It's like, it's edited. It's like right. amazing. Yeah. He's he's got he's he's got yeah. chops. He's like mm-hmm. one, three, one, two, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And um that's Alec. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was super fun. And what did I I did a lot of driving once I got to Madison. I drove back to Milwaukee a couple of times and went to church this morning. Didn't stay uh because <laughs> church is long. So I just said hi to my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law. My nephews were on the altar, so I then went to the airport and flew. Oh, away. nice! They're altar boys. Uh, they're deacons now, I guess, or oh they're God. assistant deacons, or whatever the hell they are. They're coming um, along. They know Jesus now. They're they, first name basis. They're. Yeah. I've uh, done a very poor job with my son. Uh, it's. It's really, uh, he is a very nice young man. How so? 
Oh, he doesn't, you know, like his. Oh, with the Jesus. Oh yeah. Well, his dad was back in Texas where the rest of his family is. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's some Bible thumping happening there and, um, it is, but it's not happening here at all. No, my son started at atheist level and is moving beyond that. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's almost a full circle. Be very careful. Uh, No, he's not. He he almost believes in crypto. Like that's how. (laughs) But um, I had okay. So let me just. I have this just a personal opinion. Yep. Be wrong. But uh, (laughs) you don't sound like you believe it. Yes. Go ahead. (laughs) I worked with a comedian recently who does an impression of another comedian in his act. Okay. And I don't think that's cool. I, cause I feel like you're, this isn't like doing a Bob Hope impression where the guy's, you know, dead or whatever. Although no one know who Bob Hope is. It's doing a, an impression of another working comic. Yeah. And you're kind of like. The, Don't you the, remember though? What? Do you remember back? Um, there well, was. Wait, let me finish this thought. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. That person worked for X amount of years to create their voice and their point right. of view. And you're kind of stealing it for your set. Which oh, is really, for sure, for really sure. Strange. I can understand like it's a famous comic too, so I can understand like say on SNL if this person's famous, it's not Chappelle. So let's say it was Chappelle. You're if you're in a sketch and you're going to do a Chappelle voice, you're going to do a Chappelle impression because this Chappelle's yeah. famous. Um, but to do it in your own stand-up set to do someone else's voice, it just it's like no, it's cheating big time. Well, it's yeah, it and it's I don't know. It has been hacked so bad because here's what I remember is in Milwaukee and when I was doing the road in the Midwest, there were a lot of comics and they were black comics because they were doing impressions of Bill Cosby. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Remember that? Yes. That was a huge thing. Yes. That was a huge thing. And it was, it was a thing all through the early nineties and late eighties. Yeah. And I don't know if it was before that or after that, I stopped seeing it in the mid eighties, like early mid eighties, I stopped seeing comics doing that because I think it just got so hacked, but it was literally, it was a comic doing an impression of like his pudding pop thing. What are you doing? No one's going to put you on TV for doing an impression of a comic that also appears on their show. Right. No and one, like, it's it just fan serve at that point. You're like, write yeah. your own material. You know, yes. I get it. You like that comic. That's great. But just talk about your experience. You don't have to talk or about totally crib there. If you're gonna crit, like I know yeah, sounded like David Tell. They weren't they weren't they didn't go, oh, here's my David Tell oppression. They literally <laughs> David Tell's cadence. Okay, that's at least that's <laughs> you're at least you're doing your own material on someone else's <laughs> Do do I don't know? It's just like it's it doesn't sit right with me. But uh, I'm right. not. There's no board of comedy where I would. Uh, there's there's no one to talk to. Yeah, there's no one to talk to. Hey, let's take a quick break. Okay. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Our comedy podcast, Jordan Jesse Go, just celebrated its 15th anniversary. It was a couple months ago, but we forgot. Uh, Yeah, completely. Our our silly show is 15 years old. That makes it old enough to get its learner's permit. 
and almost old enough to get the talk. Wow, I hope you got the talk before then. A lot of things have changed in 15 years. Our show's not one of them. We're never changing, and you can't make us. Jordan, Jesse, go the same forever at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And let's do Comic of the Week. Yeah. So I was on, it was called like Dudes of Cinema or something. And it's a podcast. Oh, good, because they wanted you to do it as well. Yeah. And um, and there are two two Australian comics. And um, we had the other the other host two weeks ago. Yeah, Becca Charwood was the comic of the week two weeks ago. And this week it's Alex J. Alex Mm -hmm. J is the other host, and she is also very funny. And uh, is it J-A-E? Is that how her Twitter handle is? uh, I always get it wrong. So, yeah, J-A-E. Okay, so Alex, A-L-E-X, J-A-E, correct? Yeah, yes, very much. And she's very, very funny. When she was uh, in America for a few years, we were very good friends. She's a very, very funny comedian. Oh, that's awesome. And she was here for a couple of years. Yeah. uh, Pretty early on came out and put a couple of years in. It was really neat to watch. She hustled. It was kind of inspiring to watch. And it looks, I looked at her pinned tweet today. She has a, a, I think it's a Sydney um, one person like solo show coming up. So if you're in Sydney, uh, go see Alex J and also book us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> i'll fly out there southwest you know i will <laughs> oh my god i will not i will not uh what uh, oh jenna friedman is like she she's like uh i think she's taking doing the british model now nice With the new hour every year yeah well she she's selling um she's like uh she's i think she has shows at union hall in yeah or in new york uh but it I could be a different venue that i have slotted in the same place where i put you you know but uh I, she was like I'm, I'm i'm preparing my new hour and uh i'm like I'm, i like it you know putting it that way is kind of exciting because i mean technically we're always preparing our new hour right, <laughs> but right. To go, this is it's gonna have a you know it's maybe it's it just the theme it has an end date of probably a theme and stuff like that yeah it might have an arc of some sort yeah it that will, is the british she always does yeah yeah um, uh, maria said that she saw her the other night at dynasty and blew her mind so wow. yeah she was like because cool. jenna friedman's uh, stand-up is uh, and i've said it before is some of the gutsiest stuff out there oh, yeah. so it's great. um great she's great You're a great writer it is but here's my question about alex J. Right. And and Becca's podcast. Did you pick a movie? I did. What is it? The Exorcist. Oh, <gasps> okay. oh I've never seen it. Uh, I've seen enough of the clips to know what it's about, but I have not seen it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it with my son, too. But also, we watched Fargo today. He's never seen Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is 15. I like, well, he wasn't alive when it came out. <laughs> it was rated R. So, so I was at I, I was at the improv. Uh, mm-hmm. On Tuesday, I think uh, I was doing a Rebecca uh, Rebecca Russia show. Vulnerable. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, and I brought my kid because it was an early show, and he likes their pretzels. You know, he only goes to comedy clubs when he likes the food, right? <laughs> and, uh, he, he, he greatly misses comedy and magic, as we all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh-huh. so he's sitting there, and Troy Conrad's there. You know, taking pictures. Troy's oh, a yeah. photographer. He also was the uh, 
the comic and the producer behind set list and stuff like oh, that. Creator of so, set list and wrote the best set lists. Yes. yes. Yeah. And so um, he goes, Hey, do you mind if I take some pictures of your kid while I, while, cause I was going to be at, in yeah. the lab and I wasn't going to be coming back and forth. He was with his iPad. So my son was fine. Right. So I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he took my son out into the street and took some really cool pictures. And, you know, he's 15 and a half or almost 15 and a half when he's got little mustache hairs coming in and like a little beard, you know, it's all like, it's that the it's, you know, leaving, leaving being a tween behind and heading towards manhood. And the pictures are like, I was like, Oh my God, these are amazing. He is not your baby anymore. He is a man. He is a six foot seven giant man. No, that's what you have. My- <laughs> but, you, but your but your that's son his is future. a he is he is he is a uh you know he's 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 gangly a little bit just because he hasn't all filled in right because he's 15 <laughs> yeah, yeah but he's um yeah, but yeah. he's really tall and he's really broad-shouldered and oh, he's yeah. i mean he's gonna be a big you know a big dude but he is man-sized at this point but it, it was just it's it was just a, a, a shocker a bit of a shock yeah, it was just like really sweet, you know. I didn't, yeah, ex- didn't expect it, and uh, I, I I know you loved them. I know you thought that they were great. Great yeah. for taking them. Mm-hmm. No, no, but I did the. I would like to see the pictures because they sound like he did a really oh, okay. good job. Yeah, okay. I thought you were going to talk about the improv and that because I know that was in the. Oh, that was, that was a different <laughs> club. <laughs> that was a different club and a different night. So are we saying this guy? We won't say his name. I don't know. It's your story, so all, all I, I put, know, all I did. I was watching an actor who also does comedy. <laughs> or just an actor <laughs> who is on stage. Listen, yes. <laughs> very relatable stand-up about uh, being on the set. Uh, <laughs> so, and I was like, what's, what's happening? Because I usually, I don't, Jackie and Kyle <laughs> understand. I don't look at men's crotches all the time, okay? True. That's not me. No, no, no. I was watching watching this guy on TV and I'm like, what is in that? And so I took a picture and I texted to the group and he is, he is putting something in his crotch. Am I correct? That is not a That was, that was the, that was the, the, the the consensus was that he was wearing a jock strap with something in his crotch. Right. Uh, With like a sock. Yeah. Uh, Because the thing is, is we don't, I mean, I, I will look at a guy's crotch, but only if I've been told to by the male gaze, uh, have, have they zoomed in, have they zoomed in? Are they, does the male gaze want me to look at his crotch? And in this case, from that picture, that dude wanted us to look at his crotch. Holy Hold on. Smokes. I'm sending it. I'm sending it to Kyle. Oh, oh you're going to text him the picture of the genuinely. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Now, oh yeah, there's right. shenanigans yes. occurring. That is happening. That's yes. not right, right? That is that is a jock strap, and there is is some sort of situation happening inside okay. of it. Thank you. Yeah, you Thank are hundred percent. That it doesn't even look good. It looks like something's no. wrong in there. No, it looks yeah. like he needs to see a doctor immediately. Looks like he has a goiter. It, it Maybe looks like he penis. let his balls go. <laughs> there's a. I cropped it. I sent another. <laughs> Zoom in. Zoom, zoom. Enhance. Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, yeah. So, and then the uh, so I'm looking forward to actually I'm looking forward to St. Louis with Maria this weekend. Of course. 
because we're doing um and it'll be great and i've got a bunch of new material uh that i want her to uh, give me some good angles on <laughs> so joke machine coming sure. and uh i don't know she might bring her new tiny dog she mm-hmm. has a new tiny dog um oh. and she's gonna try to bring on the road like a one of those comics oh yeah 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 and it's a super yeah. cute little dog do you have to was karen montowski saying that she had to pay money to bring her dog on the road with her now like um or something she used to back in the early days she had to pay to bring courage and then she got the paperwork and since covid there's been a big swap around where that you have to pay again so yeah you're kind of you're kind of screwed so i don't know um yeah i remember when karen got that dog and i was like because she was like it's a it was early days of the term therapy animal or or you know, assistant, you know, a dog that helped. And I, and she was like, you can make fun of me about it, but don't, but you could, if you wanted to, but don't try not to, but you could make fun of me if you wanted, because I know it's weird. And I said, I would say it was weird, Karen Rotowski, if you're had not fundamentally changed your personality, like just much, I mean, not, not, uh, it fundamentally made her calmer than she had been for the previous 10 years that I knew her. Yeah. It was so soothing. It's it was so stressful so- to be on the road. And if you can do something like that to make it better, I only object when there's a, there's somebody that tends to like bring the dog to the show and make the feature walk it <laughs> during or after whatever, whatever. I'm familiar you know, that's with that as much, but like. Yeah. Not for- unless you're willing to tip them out. You got to tip them out. If sure. you're going to make people but, a huge uh, fan. I, oh, yeah. I texted, um, this person to ask about tipping mm-hmm. and she told me <laughs> uh to um tip so much money and then i did but she has a lot of money yeah right she has more money than i do uh but i was she was like ever rich people about tipping jackie i I know i i might have gone to the wrong source but uh what it did was it ended up just cutting into the merch money as well of my merch money i still i still made good money so you tipped for, they helped you with the merch table. Yeah, I, better. Uh, well, I tipped the whole staff. She tips the whole staff, which is 10 people, 10 or 13 people. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And, and, uh, and they appreciate it, obviously. Sure. Yeah. And um, as, uh, I'll, I give you a dollar for a water and I, but I usually bring my own water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm not beloved. Right. I, I tip the the, uh, the housekeeper really always, well. Always, always. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. um, just uh, overall money at the end of the week. It's uh, mm-hmm. I, at the moment I'm not, you know, it's, it's I'm yeah. not making it up to. No, no, it's yes. uh, um, it's all it's all so arbitrary. Stand up comedy money is so arbitrary, right? It always has been. It doesn't feel like it's going to get standardized anytime soon. Right. And um, did you notice that your sound exchange was not good this month? Mine was yes. not good. Yeah, it was. And it was because all my all my albums are off of Spotify except for Staycation. And who knew that I was making a couple hundred bucks, a pretty good chunk of change. Uh, um, I, I'm not making any Spotify money at all, basically. I, but I mean, well, it wasn't that I had, none, of my, none of my corset money is showing up yet. 
Right. Well, and I called Sound Exchange for both of us because none of my staycation money was showing up either. And it was because of um, the Sound Exchange uh, customer service person told me, he said, it takes three to six months for the numbers to catch up with it, catch up with it. So we're not going to see it until April or July. Okay. So, but there should be a back, there might be a back pay. I once got a, and I, and I remember it so fondly. It was like two or three years ago and I got 10 grand one month and I literally called, uh, I called sound exchange. I was like, is this an error? Cause I know you'll take it back. So let's just find out now. And they're like, it is not. It was a lot of back, uh, back stuff that wow. they found that had to get paid. Wow. And I was like, well, I got to throw this at a giant bill and my life is going to be that much uh, better. And so, Heck yeah, yeah. Um, that's where I'm at. You want to do another break? Yeah, let's do that. Prepare yourself for the greatest pro wrestling podcast spectacular known as Tights and Fights. A back-dropping audio showcase that helps you understand the world of pro wrestling with a lot of love and no toxic masculinity. Featuring host Danielle Radford. Time to kick butt and chew gum, and I'm all out of butts. Lindsay Cow. I'm a brutal Brit, and my fists were made to punch and hit. And Hal Lublin. I was doing the voiceover this whole time. Hear us talk about pro wrestling's greatest triumphs and failures. And make fun of its weekly absurdities. On the Perfect Wrestling Podcast. Tights and fights. Every Saturday, Saturday, Saturday on Maximum Fun. You feel, if you have to follow someone that does like, you know, seven minutes on titties mm-hmm. and you're next. Do you feel yeah. any, do you feel like the audience is like still in there, that person's act when you and your titties walk up on stage? <laughs> um, you know, I, I never think of it like that. I know that uh, that person's titty material is still in my head. <laughs> it's really weird. Cause when you follow up, when you follow someone who does something, you know, like when that, when the, the MC does like a gross joke. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. That guy, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy can suck his own dick. <laughs> um, so, but uh, he's often very, very funny, but sometimes yeah. he's just super dirty and it doesn't make any sense to me. So. Right. Yeah. 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 It was very, but he's, was, Oh, that was really good. And then it's like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Where you're just like, I mean, I know he's he's just work. He's just trying stuff out like the rest of us, but it tends to it tends to be really right. Up and like, I want it. To, like last week, we were talking about bookending, <laughs> fucking bookend. You're damn set for me, at least for me. Work on your new weird titty material in the middle, and oh, then close felt, on something that works. This felt completely honed. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that, was, that was it. Was a closer titty. Fest. Oh, my, my apologies. But I'm uh, like, as a person I, with a cock ring joke at the end of my set right now, <laughs> I don't have a big leg to stand on <laughs> or a big cock to stand on. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I was like, but yeah. I was sometimes I like when I when I'm in a bad mood and then and then I see a few things that bother me. Like, had I just walked in the room right before my set, I wouldn't have given a shit, right? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. like, but you kind of want to know what's going on. But then when you do, you're like, oh, and I don't yes. want to go on stage with that energy. So maybe, 
Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some people I shouldn't watch at all before I go up on stage. It's true, but you kind of want to see where they're at. See, see know, what the sort of the, the, the stuff. Yeah, yeah, you you got to see how the audience is responding to stuff. You got to feel the energy of the room, mm-hmm. and you got to hear what the topics are the the people before you at least a little bit. Right. And so there, I don't think there's any way to avoid it, though. You know, I think um, you you know you do these when when you follow the like someone has done a gross joke and then they're the MC will sometimes do a joke in between and it's so gross. And they're like, and your next comic has the thing that I was just talking about. You know, <laughs> I was just doing this great twat joke and then she's right. got one. Let's bring her yeah. up. And, uh, and then you're like, Oh my God, I guess I have to start with brick one. And, um, but I don't, yeah. we probably don't, you know, you could just go, well, there's that fucking guy. And uh, I'm going to talk about mice or whatever the fuck, right? I mean, right. it can be anything. It doesn't have yeah. to be. Now, I, I texted you about this and this woman came to the show too. And I was so, and she, I know why she did it. So I did an interview and she oh. listens to the show, right? <laughs> so this journalist listens to the show and I had a wonderful time doing this interview. And at the end of the interview, she said, you know, I know that, you know, the Jackie and Lori show that I probably shouldn't ask you this. Somebody hit me upside the head the next time somebody says that to me, because then my, that's my cue to go, then please don't ask. <laughs> right. right? Exactly. There shouldn't be any mis. And, yeah. and I think I know why she asked it. I think she asked it because I think that her audience would want to know why, why I was working at a place that booked Louis C.K. Because it was a Louis C.K. question. Okay. And and I have been asked about Louis C.K., much like yourself, much like a thousand other women comics and not enough male comics, in my opinion. Uh, but um, Seriously. Right. And so, you know, I was just, uh, I tried to make a joke about it. I, you know, I, uh, and I, I didn't actually, I did not try to make a joke about it. I, I addressed it as seriously as I could. And I was just like, you know, the great punishment for Louis CK. I genuinely believe this is his fan base that he now has. That yeah. is his punishment. Right. And, right. um, and when Bill Cosby starts going on the road again, cause he's out of prison now clubs will book him. He, I mean, maybe. I mean, he's a hundred, right? He's quite blind. I think he's almost blind. Like, I think it would be very difficult for him, you know, even if he wasn't uh, a renowned rapist, if he was just still beloved, I think it'd be difficult for him physically to go out on the road because he's quite, he's in terrible health. But if you think about how Sinatra sang long after he could remember the words to my way. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that there is a performance need in, yeah, in some of these comics, possible. right? In, yeah, in some of these right. people. So, and I, uh, but I was just, and then she came and said, hi. And I wished I could have remembered how much I loved the first 15 minutes of that, of that interview or the first 10 minutes and not the last four. Right. And I, all I could go is, oh, that is you. Hi. So, I mean, I really liked her. I was just, I was just, I, I was disappointed. I felt ambushed getting the question. And right. she, she, she knew that she wasn't, that I, that I didn't want, but I think she felt like her, her listeners would want to know why, right. If I was willing to answer it. And I don't, I mean, I don't know how I could have been unwilling to answer it. We were on live radio. <laughs> right, right, right. So I could have stormed off the phone. 
I like I like the idea of just well I'll I, you know what I'll just uh, I'll go I, I'd like to reiterate what uh, and then insert male comic TBD said and then just be silent because oh that'd be <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind that whatever, just some regular white male comic <laughs> what, what he said I agree with what do you say I don't know I don't think anyone. <laughs> Did I, did I tell? Oh, I don't think I did. So I was trying to find my great aunt Alice's condo and I got lost in Milwaukee and I ended up tr uh, tr doing a U-turn in a grocery store parking lot that put me right in front of the brand new Milwaukee improv. Oh, which is attached to, to a Sandex grocery store. Well, it has giant signs in the parking structure. Big J. Okerson this week. And okay. <laughs> I was like, and then I, I saw, and I don't, you know, Big J. Okerson is hilarious, right? And, um, and, but it's, there is a certain, there, and, and, but there was, it was a lot of dudes, is what I was saying. And, and you could, quoi. <laughs> how do I put this? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely, I was like, I, cause I sat there in the parking structure watching the lineup go by oh, going, boy. and it was all oh, guys. Yeah. It was all guys. Wow. I, th wait, I think, and then, oh, what it did, and this is never good, it inspired me to go look at the website. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. and i mean whitney cummings and margaret cho are also coming so so uh kind of guys you know your standard male comics and then the two female comics are uh a billionaire and <laughs> incredibly famous and should be working theater yes <laughs> i know it was i was like okay i mean and i love the laughing tap i'm not gonna lie to you so um but it is always, I, cause I, you know, at church, everyone's like, are you going to play that new improv? And I'm like, nope, no, yeah, it's not. Erin likes me. She just doesn't book me, which makes me think she doesn't like me. Cause this is what I do for a living. Um, but okay, whatever, you know, just got to plug along. Yeah. I mean, same here. I don't have any improv bookings on my, on yeah. like I'm like, I'm going to St. Louis and then I'm doing yeah. Portland next week. And then I'm going to Denver and then I'm going to DC and then I'm doing a new England run. And then I'm going to Seattle. Fuck. And I uh, would like to lie down. I am going to be at uh, West Bend at the Bend theater. And um, where's it's uh, in uh, West Bend, Wisconsin. So it's kind of like right between Milwaukee and Appleton. You go to West Bend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. When is that? Uh, March, uh, excuse in me. March, uh, March 5th, one night only. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Please, that, uh, please, please you. Please. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, uh, it's not that far from Madison. I know. So that's everybody who loved you in Madison, uh, haul ass. Yeah. Come out sure. to West Bend. Yeah. I'll be that's outstanding. To, I'll have new tags. I'll have. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you'll have a couple of new premises. The audience to talk to. I mean, yep. come on. Come on, do it. <laughs> but so. I, yeah, I, the rest of uh, all of February, I'm home. So, I mean, I oh, guess yeah. it's okay. I'm a little like I'm jealous of your schedule, but I'm also I I would have anxiety, uh, a little bit of anxiety of traveling for yeah. the rest of this this month. Yeah, I uh, the Canada was canceled, so I am home the last week of February. Yeah, 
And the next two weeks of the Dork Forest are my siblings. Next three weeks. Darla, Phil, and then Russ. Nice. (laughs) You cornered them at a diner. I cornered them all over Zoom. Uh, I was like, I'm in a Hampton Inn. Can I please record several Dork Forests? (laughs) And I have a a line, but someone requested another episode with Darla. Mm -hmm. And Phil's been wanting to do it. And Russ and I have been talking for a while about doing one. So That's cool. Yeah. Um, Hey, 45 Jokes About My Dead Dad is finally going to be released again. Where? It's okay. So the stand, the guys who own the stand. Yeah. um, they produced my special, right? Yeah. So Chris Italia and Dave Kimowitz, who uh, sadly uh, is no longer murdered. with murdered. Yes. Yes. Um, so uh, Chris uh, is, I, I can't remember everything, but he has like a new streaming platform. Okay. He also bought, he also bought the uh, Staten Island Ferry, one a decommissioned Staten Island Ferry with Pete Davidson and Colin Jost to uh, have like a... <laughs> Yeah. Like like a, like a sunset tour. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, but it's it's like wow, it's and it, here's the thing, it only the ferry only costs two hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? But like having it someplace, docking it must those fees must be incredible, right? And right. the jet gas or whatever. I I have no idea. Uh, mass uh, to me it seems like massive fees, but uh but who hey, sounds it sounds fun. I want to play it. Yeah. For sure. I want to play the fairy, but they also start, they're also partnering with somebody for on a streaming uh, platform where they're going to have specials, you know, comedy specials and more. Uh, okay. So you'll, if you wanted to uh, ever watch it and it's a little different from the album because it has, as everyone wants well, the interstitial stuff, right? Special. It has hospice mm. footage. And- <laughs> <laughs> Um, my mom's in it, and uh, let's see, my the, sister's in it. Conan O'Brien is in it. Patton Oswalt is in it, and uh, Andy Kindler's in it. So, do you have DVDs of it? No, I don't. I don't. Okay, because that would be cool. It's yeah. uh, my favorite DVDs of Maria is some weird solo show she did back in two thousand five called Plan B that she yes. shot in Melbourne, and the wow. DVD bonus are her parents doing DVD commentary. Oh my God, yeah. I think I've heard of this. I love it. It is my favorite. I mean, the set is fine and amazing yeah. and it's Maria doing an hour. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn and Joel discussing her material over it is outstanding. Amazing. So. <laughs> wow. But so it, it's, what's the name of the platform that you're 45 is going to be Wits. on? It's called Wits, I think. W I T S or Z? I T. Uh, man, hold on. Maybe Kyle will put it in the notes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not up yet. Uh, so don't worry about it. Oh, so uh, look forward to it, and we'll yeah, talk about it some more. I'm just saying it's okay. It, they, they announced it, and then uh, you know it'll be. It's called, yeah, yeah. It's called Wits. Uh, will be launching later this year. That's all. So, um, you know, it's it will be available at some point if people want to watch it. it. It was shot in 2014, um, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I had a guy come up to me after the show, said, you know, you do that, that story, that joke about uh, your dad meeting him at a, a McDonald's on 76 and Blue Mound. There's yeah. no McDonald's on 76 and Blue Mound. And I was like, what? 
And he goes, there's one on 76 in Greenfield in Milwaukee. And I said, then I probably met that one. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know what to do with that. You know what? I need, I'm, I'm, I need a new opening joke. Yeah. It's really vexing me that I don't have one. I think, and, and I think it's weird because like, you know, doing, I, when I did Corden, I did two new jokes on it, like newer stuff. That's not on an album, not finished in my opinion. Yeah. And then I did the Anne Frank joke, which is like completely done now. And, mm-hmm. you know, part of the archive of my life. Right. But now I'm like, uh, it feels like the newer ones are like, oh, they're tainted because now they're stamped, you know, and I can't tinker with them. And it's hard to, hard for me to like, Get, get in there and, and play with them because I feel like they, they were seen, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. No, I, um, I'm working on that sausage casing bit, which is on the new album and the new special. And oh, right. I, have no excuse. <laughs> I have no excuse except for the fact that I'm like, it's not done. So, <laughs> and so you can listen to that version of it and then come and see the new version of it. <laughs> And it almost worked exactly right Friday first show. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday first show, I did it so wrong, I became full of rage. Oh. And uh, and there were several, uh, it didn't, it manifested itself in me doing some sort of weird historical analogy about sexism and racism that nobody <laughs> fucking wanted to hear. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> All of the women in the room wanted to hear it. Uh, n- very few of the gentlemen did. Sure. Uh, yeah, the men folk. Uh, there was some folding of arms. There was some a little bit of head shaking at one point from a guy, and I was like, "Wow, gutsy stuff, brother." All right, huh. but I can't wait to get those videos from <laughs> Comedy on State because I think that they'll be good clips yeah, of me sure. just sort of going, "Come on." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, oh, and then there was a woman in the front row who um, was so drunk that uh, I ended up telling my two DUI stories. So um, those are always fun. Breaks yeah, up the breaks up the weekend. Good to know. We got to be done here. Oh yeah. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.